You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. Uh, this week on the Bearded Theologians, um, we're kind of keeping in the theme of staying within the lectionary. And so we're going to look, um, this week's lectionary reading on Sunday will be uh, Mark 6, 1 through 13. But the thing that kind of sticks to us is uh, the, the little section there, 1 through 6, on Jesus in his hometown. And so, Zach, as you look at this verse and as you think about it, what are some kind of things that draw up for, for you? Well, the, the first thing is is just this experience Jesus has um, in his in his own place, in his home, of not going well, um, and and we you, you got to think you know this is Jesus he's going to do well every, everywhere he goes especially at home, and it's the contrary Jesus does not do well at home and as a matter of fact um, uh, he he tells us a prophet is honored everywhere except in his hometown and among his relatives and his own family, and I think. I think it's pretty common that somewhere in your ministry, you've done ministry in your hometown. And sometimes that does go really, really well. Uh, other times it does not go really, really well. Um, for me, it went really well for about seven years and then went really poorly, really quickly uh, for like a year. And, uh, and so I, I kind of identify that with Jesus, but I was, I was a youth pastor at the time, so I didn't, you know, have influence in the community or anything like that, or with a great large group of people. And I couldn't imagine even now, or really before I moved to Montana, uh, especially by my in-laws were like, well, you could, you could come back here. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I cannot for, for a lot of reasons. Um, and even what, even as a youth pastor, I still saw a lot of the, uh, man, we knew you when you were a baby. We knew your dad when he was a baby you know, which is really, really cool to have, but is really, really hard to break out of when you're trying to lead people uh, in the church and in your community uh, when they're, you know, still see you as uh, that cute little six-year-old, you know, and uh, I think that's where Jesus finds himself there in in Nazareth. This is kind of the same thing of, ah, it's Jesus, isn't he cute, you know, Uh, or, or that's Jesus, you know, um, and that's tough. So, so being in your hometown to do anything, much less ministry, is really, really difficult. Well, and there's this there's this theme in Mark that that there's a struggle for Jesus in uh, in home situations. Right, right. Uh, he's kind of like the Rockies who struggle at home as well. They have a losing record at home, by the way. Um, We're not so good. <laughs> um, our bullpen has given up like a hundred runs this month, uh, which yeah, is not good. The, yeah, the Cardinals are way better at home than they are away. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's the same thing. Like, it's always easier. Like, there are some things, like, we can do in our ministry settings that if we were to go back to home, it would be difficult for us. And, and I okay. feel the same way. Um, I, you know, like, you know, you know, this even thought of an idea of me being the lead pastor at, at Miami First would, you know, not necessarily be a healthy option because I'm not that 17 year old that came right. to faith there. I'm totally, I'm a whole right. different package now. Um, and, um, 
And I think like when I look at this and I think of Jesus and think about some of the struggles that he had, even with his family, we see that kind of in the very beginning in chapter, uh, chapter two and, and where he has or chapter two and three, where he has trouble healing in the house. And um, we, we see it again here is that he's um, having problems at home. And I think some of it is a, kind of a good testimony to us is then to keep us a little bit grounded that it is harder to go home and do ministry. Um, right. Because you're viewed in one particular site. It's just kind of like, um, you know, thinking about that in the context of, of the things that we do. Um, I like that last line, you know, verse six, he was appalled at their disbelief. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, like <laughs> you couldn't have ended it a better segment in a better way. It's like, you know, you know, Jesus kind of lays down law. He says, you know, prophets are honored everywhere except their own hometowns, uh, among their relatives, among their homes. Uh, and he was unable to do miracles there, except that he placed his hands on a few sick people and healed them. Right. This is one of those instances, like, I wish the Gospel of Thomas was a thing. Because, um, you know, you, you get some you get some really different stuff of Jesus as a kid, right? right. And uh, to have those fill-in gap and be like, oh, this is, this is what they experienced with Jesus before. I can see why they're a little iffy now, you know. Well, and even here, it's still, I mean, it points to... There, there's obviously, there's obviously some kind of conflict or some kind of thing right. that somebody's holding on to that yeah. caused this problem to happen. Right. And, and I think that that would be, you know, uh, I, I don't want to speak for you and your family side of stuff, but it seems like with my family, I, I get, I, I, I'm not the family pastor, you know? Right. Uh, right. And so like, you know, we were, we were doing something at my mom's uh, bench uh, a few weeks ago and mm-hmm. my dad's like, you got anything to say? Like, nope i'm good you know i don't have to say anything and i'm trying to get my family to realize that everybody can pray and you right. know, meals it doesn't have to be just me we're you know we're all mostly christian and so like mm-hmm. those are those things like um that's always make it difficult when you have right. clergy people in the, in the family um, it does and you know that's been a it's been an interesting line to walk uh the last few years um my, my, my family does a pretty good job uh, of letting me just come home. Uh, but there is the praying at every meal and things like, which is fine. I'm happy to do that. But there are other days it's like, man, let get one of my other brothers to pray, you know, and let's just, let's share this. This is, this is time. This is what family is. We can all do this. Um, but no, I don't have to deal with a lot of, I don't have to be a pastor when I go home outside of mealtime, which is really nice. Um, in and if it were the other way around, it would make it really difficult to go home. Um, like I expect to do funerals and things like that for family. That's fine. Uh, as a matter of fact, the two my aunt and uncles that I did this last the last two years, um, me and my oldest brother did them together, which which was neat because he and I don't always get along, and so that was a an interesting venue to be in uh, and to work together on that. I think for me, what it's been is that I've drawn the distinct line. Like when my grandfather passed, he was attending my church. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I was in a position like, yeah, I was his grandfather or I was his grandson. And so I mm-hmm. should, I mean, his grandson and he attended my church. I probably should. He didn't really have a right. church home. So it made right. sense. Uh, when my mom passed away, uh, I uh, leaned heavily on the pastor of the church to do a lot of the funeral, mm-hmm. but I wanted to preach the, Right. Uh, sermon because I felt like that's the greatest gift I could, you know, a son can ever give their mother. And right. the connection that my mom and I had, that's, that was 
like the true gift. And yeah. so I always joked, I look at my dad and when we were talking, planning my mom's services, I looked at dad and said, you know, dad, mom got 10%, you only get five. <laughs> um, right. and, I, and I think that that's having good distinct boundaries for family members is a healthy mm-hmm. thing. And um, I think even that's like church life in general too. I yeah. mean, you know, people look at us in the community to be a certain way and, and we understand right. that we have to act a certain way, but that doesn't mean that our children and wives have to be a certain way. And I've right. been fortunate enough that my kids have not really had the horror experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Ashley's had a couple of experiences where people have said, well, you're, you know, you're a spouse, right. you play piano, right? You know, no, she doesn't. Um, as a matter and, of fact, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I think that that's always hard, but I, I think the big thing is having clear, distinct boundaries and, um, we see in the scripture reading today that Jesus uh, was pretty firm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to be the Jesus you think I, you know, I'm not going to be super Jesus. I'm going to be Jesus. It's going to be Jesus. Right? Uh, and there are a couple of sick people I'm going to take care of and then I'm out. And- well, and I think, I, th- I think maybe that's the hard thing about going home or being a ministry in your hometown or even, even a place that you've spent a lot of time uh, and would consider, you know, people know you outside of the church and outside of being a pastor that that breaks down some barriers that you can and should build and gives people at least the perception of access. Uh, hey, you know, I knew them when, you know, we're, we're buddies. We'll go, I'll, I'll see if they'll do this. Right. You know, or, or just causes people not to think about boundaries and, and step over them. Uh, or, or on the other side of, you know, man, I remember when they did this, I'm out, you know, there, there's all of that. There's all of that history that plays a huge role in, uh, in going home rather than, you know, doing what we do as itinerant pastors and going to new places where we may have some history. We may know some folks, but uh, those boundaries and things are still able to be built because they didn't change your diaper, you know, (laughs) those types of things. Well, and I think that that's the key is, is, is learning how to have healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. But then I also think like the big thing, and I, and I really wish churches would understand is, is man, support your clergy and their family. Like help right. them as best as you can because yeah. it's rough. It is rough, um, and I think that the more you can provide that, the better it makes it. And and realize, like especially if there's kids, they really don't have a hometown, and so mm-hmm. they don't have an identity uh, right. necessarily. Now some may because they live somewhere for 25 years or something like that. They may right. have been in one of those situations, but right. most kids uh, that are clergy, you know, they're part of a clergy family, have a little bit of identity crisis with that. Oh, without a doubt, and, and so. I'm terrified and fascinated to see what my kids do now living in three states. What a bunch of different towns in those states. You know what's going to happen? They're going to move into one state and never, ever move. Ever. I know, right? Just, they're just going to quit. Zoe's not. Zoe's going to be, I don't know. If she if she keeps doing what she's doing, she's going to be a free spirit. And... <laughs> yeah, but 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 uh, but the, the youngest, she's going to be the one that you can never get out of the house. <laughs> Let me tell you. She's already planning on having five kids and Michael coming and living with her. And <laughs> she's, she's five. <laughs> she wants to be a mom, man. That's it. So, uh, so I, we want to encourage our listeners this week. Uh, if you're a part of a church family, a faith community, you know, find some ways to support your pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not just saying that for us, like, you know, Hey, our church members, this is a clue into you. This right. is more of a, for our friends and colleagues that actually listen to this and other people that listen to this to, to, you know, find some ways to support your pastor. Cause uh, it's the middle of summer. Uh, summer is a hard time on clergy and clergy families. Well, and, and um, so many people have either already moved 
or like in the last month or just moved yeah. and you just spent your first Sunday with a new pastor. Um, that's tough. That is a very stressful time in the life of a clergy family. And so for all those that are, are moving or have moved or entering new appointments, because July 8th will be the probably the first Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, know that Zach and I will be praying for you. And uh, mm -hmm. those of you like in the Oklahoma Annual Conference, we're one of the only few that move in June. I uh, know that I've been Crazy. praying for you since then, uh, since your new appointment has started. And, uh, we all know that you're, we're, we're supporting you and not like uh, they did to Jesus in the scripture. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, you know, we encourage the churches to do that as well. And, and if you're yeah. not part of a church, you know, go find a local clergy person and just, if you know them, you know, maybe take them out to lunch or something uh, mm -hmm. if you get for them. So yeah. uh, we'll encourage you to go on our website. Uh, we're going to have some, we're hoping in the near future to get some blog posts up for you all. Um, we've kind of been lagging on that, but it's not where the spirit's been leading us lately. Uh, but we do have some in the, in the queue ready to go uh, in the future. And we hope you enjoy those. And then, uh, go on our website, get some really cool gear and, and swag stuff. Uh, you're more welcome to do that. Um, but, you know, keep listening. Uh, remember, uh, we've yet to have anybody write any reviews, uh, mm -hmm. as I've seen thus far. Uh, so give us five stars and write a fun review about us, and we'll read it on the air. Um, and so for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.